You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to Pain.tv slash gold. Folks, seriously, I, I wish, I mean, I have a baby on the way too, so I don't think that can happen, but that is a conference that I would love to go undercover undercover and cover ladies and gentlemen undercover and cover this event because i think i would be able to pick up so much intelligence folks you wouldn't believe it all right i put on my suit a pair of fancy shoes a pair of cool shades go in there and act like i'm some psychedelic doctor and i could probably pick up so much intelligence uh at a conference like this And to be honest with you, I believe Florida is a one-party consent state, Uh, meaning I could be wearing, plus we're in a public uh, building with no expectation of privacy, I could wear a microphone on me and probably pick up, oh my God, multiple, multiple episodes of podcasts. I don't, you know, let me see, because this conference is... Oh, wait, when was it? I think I closed the website. No, November 3rd. That's right around my baby's coming, so I can't I can't do it. I wish I wish I could send someone down there, but I am really good at picking up um you know, live human intelligence. Oh, man, that's a shame cuz this this would have been good and I would have did something and said like if you guys come up with the travel money or something and the ticket, I will go to this. But uh, with the kid on the way, I just, I can't do it. As much as I want to, I can't, folks, because I'm a father. And so now that I'm talking about being a, f- a father soon, let's go over to the website fatherly.com. Because if you thought that that Wonderland stuff blew your mind, that basically everyone from the technocratic transhumanist pot world and cryptocurrency are now all embedded into the psychedelic stuff, this is going to really blow your mind because this is what it all means, folks. This is It's all about our kids and grandkids. And here's an article from August 2020. Okay, and this was originally published uh, March 2017. It was updated in August 2020. And this is by Adam Bolger at fatherly.com. And the title is, Are Psychedelics the Future of Children's medicine one researcher thinks so the article is one researcher thinks so but i'll show you it's a lot more than that folks it says since their discovery mdma lsd and psilocybin which makes certain mushrooms so magical have collected tons of cultural baggage oh yeah i would say uh i don't know the cia mk ultra mind control started by the nazis i mean that 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 could be baggage folks decades of recreational use obscure their pharma uh uh, i'm sorry pharmacological origin stories and potential medical applications but today many researchers are optimistic that the compounds could treat mental health issues ranging from depression to autistic spectrum disorder without the side effects or addictive nature of today's prescription drugs so the people that created the addictive prescription drugs are now going to create a non-addictive lsd mind trip that'll 
blow your mind away and allow the CIA to replace it with whatever the hell they're going to pump into it with the VR goggles. All right. Do you get this? Because it's very clear to me. It's very clear to me. I don't have to see through some fog here. I mean, this is pretty straightforward what is going on, folks. So let's continue. It says, while drug prohibition made research into psychedelics uh, psychedelics impossible for most of the 20th century, restrictions were lifted in the 1990s, promising results already surfaced, including a pair of studies published in late 2016 showing that psilocybin use eased depression and anxiety for terminal cancer patients. And we know there's much more than that because we've covered it. Uh, over the last few days. As the medical director of the Hefter Institute, George Greer explores medical possibilities for psilocybin and other psychedelics. He believes the future of psychedelic research holds vast potential. And while he cautioned extreme care with regards to dispensing it to the developing mind of a child, he predicted possible pediatric applications for psychedelics within the 21st century. I think he predicted that it's going to start happening tomorrow because it already happened. Uh, Solving the mystery of mushrooms. While there has been increased research into psychedelics in recent years, researchers don't know exactly how psilocybin works in the brain. The compound interacts with receptors for serotonin, a brain chemical that regulates mood and affects functions, including sleep, appetite, memory, and sexual desire. The compound interacts with receptors for serotonin. All right. But according to Greer, the details of that relationship are unknown. In fact, psilocybin may adjust or change the way serotonin receptors work in a lasting way. Quote, how that leads to symptom reduction is a major question. We don't know for sure, but with most psychiatric drugs, the mechanism of action is not well known at all, Greer says. The psychedelic shutdown. Thanks to brain regions that create what's called the default mode network. Your thought organ is always busy. Repetitive thoughts cycle constantly in the background of our minds. It's part of our identity for good and bad. It can reinforce patterns of behavior or conscious mind knows our, uh, uh, sorry about that. It can reinforce patterns of behavior our conscious mind knows are unhealthy. Psychedelics temporarily shut down that network. And the pause allows for a different perspective on your own behavior. It also allows you to be mind-tapped. This is exactly what the MK Ultra program was about, folks. Hacking into your mind. Why do you think Yuval Noah Harari calls us hackable animals? You are hackable animals. Because this is what they're doing, folks. This is it. Quote, those thoughts are silent, so new perspectives can come into the mind, end quote, Greer said. And and this is what Dr. Charles Morgan III talked about in front of the West Point Military Academy. This is what these guys are referring to, folks. This is breaking into your mind, the ability to read and write memories, erase memories, implant new memories, implant thoughts, implant programs. It says, tripping away addiction. Paradoxal though it may sound, psychedelic compounds may be a boon for parents of teens struggling with addiction. Before it was criminalized, researchers and addiction experts, including Alcoholics Anonymous founder Bill Wilson, believed psychedelics had a great potential to combat addiction. Quote, with addictions, they would ask, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this self-destructive thing? 
It's emotionally painful realization, Greer says. LSD versus ADHD. Well, we just read all about that, but let's see what they say. Researchers haven't explored whether psychedelics could help treat attention deficit disorder, but per Greer, anecdotal evidence suggests it could. Well, we know they have, so since then they have. Because even though psychedelics travel a different neurochemical circuit than that associated with ADHD, they still seem to calm some symptoms, all right? And so they're talking about, they go on to talk about microdosing LSD, which is what we read about. It says here the autism and psychedelic connection. In the 1950s, LSD was given to autistic children, and it showed benefits in their behavior. Wait until you hear what uh, the Russians were doing to these kids when Dana tells you about that. Uh, quote, right now, another study is in the process of using MDMA for adults with autistic spectrum disorder. And we're going to look this up. Uh, autism, LSD, MK Ultra, because we need to know if uh, Sydney Gottlieb was the one playing with this. And over here at fatherly.com, they don't even mention it. It says the research follows anecdotal reports of MDMA helping people on the autism spectrum relate more socially. MDMA appears to activate parts of the brain that help people read expressions and ease anxieties related to social communications. And then it goes on to say, will kids be tripping anytime soon? And it says your pediatrician won't be prescribing your kid LSD anytime soon. Greer says that while there are promising indicators, research is still in the very early stages. Okay, but we're going to jump over here to an article that also came out initially in July 2017 when that article was first published. This is at Scientific American, and this is the ketamine breakthrough for suicidal children. Initial research finds fast dramatic benefits for a vulnerable population. 14-year-old Nicole, this is a good one, folks. 14-year-old Nicole, whose name I changed for her privacy, told her mother uh, every day for years that she wanted to end her own life. Well, I said that too as a kid, folks. It didn't mean I actually wanted to do it. If you want to do it, you're going to do it. I would say to my father, uh, I don't feel like weeding the goddamn garden. I'm going to kill myself. Didn't mean I was going to do it, folks. It goes on to say, between suicide attempts were most psychiatric hospital visits than she or her mother could count. She refused to get out of bed. We're talking about Nicole here. Shower or go to school. Missing 60 school days in a single year. She needed to get a smack. In one visit with her therapist, she admitted to praying every night that she would not wake up the next morning. After countless psychiatric and psychotherapists were unable to improve her depression, her mother converted a bathroom cabinet into a locked safe containing all the sharp objects and pills in the house. Her parents were certain it was only a matter of time until Nicole killed herself. Today, a now 17-year-old Nicole greets me with a big smile. Her blonde hair is pulled back in a ponytail to reveal her bright blue eyes. She tells me she hasn't missed a day of school and is preparing for college. Blushing, she lets me know that her first date is coming up, a prom date to be precise. For the first time in years, she is happy and wants to live. How did this all happen, folks? Well, you know the answer. It says here what happened to this caused this dramatic change. You know, in Nicole's life, well, in December, Nicole started infusions of a psychedelic drug called ketamine. Infusions. 
of ketamine. Though she had failed to respond to endless medication trials for her depression, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, uh, mirtazapine, I don't know, folks, mirtazapine, topermiate, I don't even know these drugs. I haven't gone to the doctor in 23 years, folks. Antipsychotics, uh, our antipsychotics and lithium, to name just a few. Ketamine, clear. I'm sure none of those actually added to the depression and suicidal thoughts, by the way. I think that was definitely working towards curing her. But ketamine cleared her depression within hours. The effect lasts about two weeks before she needs a new infusion. So they're pumping this girl full of ketamine for the rest of her life, ladies and gentlemen. You see what's happening here? This is one of those articles written to tug at your heartstrings to play to your human emotions and to get you to say, well, Dustin, come on, if we could load people up with ketamine and mind-altering drugs, everything is going to be fine. Sidney Gottlieb, he was probably a hero, Dustin. The poor man was just villainized. He was just villainized. Oh, no, folks. Come on. Now they're going to start giving the children psychedelics. Do you see it coming? We're going to be mind-bending and mind-blasting our little kids, folks, getting them ready to be hooked up to the metaverse so they can go to that Woodstock concert called uh, Wonderland, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Wonderland. I am going to enter Wonderland, which I call a short break. I'll be right back. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard. You are listening to Pain. .tv slash gold, folks. Let me just read a little more from this article. I don't want to spend a lot of time on this. You can check it out, scientificamerican.com. But it says here, um, ketamine is a drug with many identities. For anesthesiologists, it's a sedative for painful procedures. You know, basically, they knock you out before cutting your heart out. For partiers, it's a way, it's a fun way to hallucinate and have an out-of-body experience. For critics, it's a dangerous, addictive drug that can cause memory problems, bladder disease, and psychosis when abused. In the past few years, it has taken on a new identity, miracle psychiatric drug that works within hours. Its use as a psychiatric medication is relatively new, and it's possible that regular infusions could cause significant long-term side effects. We currently lack the long-term data to know. Still, the National Institute of Mental Health has called it the most important breakthrough in antidepressant treatments in a decade. And so this goes on and on, folks. There's a lot of information in here. And, uh, you know, eventually we may go back and look at this, but we don't need to look at everything. The point of this is they're using uh, ketamine in children. So let me just pull up one more. I think one more article on this I want to show you. And so the purpose of this, 
um, is to show you that this stuff is in practice, okay? So now it's not just about mind-bending and mind-blasting adults. It's about the children. And when you look at the numbers that the government is releasing on the rise in mental illness, that is the narrative, that is the setup, that is to force the adoption campaign of the solutions, which are the psychiatric psychedelic mushrooms and the vr headsets okay and stepping into the metaverse so now you know for sure there's proof here this isn't just about the adults this is about the children and seeing the wonderland event going on this is a huge industry how many people knew that there were literally hundreds upon hundreds of companies already rolling out the psychedelics into the Veterans Administration, into the hospitals, into the universities, all across America. Government-regulated, government-sanctioned psychedelic drugs, okay? All stemming back to MKUltra mind control experiments run by Sidney Gottlieb, bringing the LSD into this country, all right? So you know, it's the adults and it's the kids. So I'm over at psychnews.com. And this is an article from April 2021. And this says, ketamine appears safe and effective for adolescent depression. All right. Again, I'm not going to read you all of this. I'm just going to give you a taste because I really want to get out of mental illness and uh, the psychedelics. And I mean, this was to show you that MKUltra was alive and well. And I don't want to spend too long on this stuff. And frankly, this stuff is depressing. And I'm probably going to end up going on mindbloom.com and ordering some ketamine to cure my depression because when I see what these technocratic transhumanist Frankenstein Dr. Nazis are doing to America and to people around the world, uh, both the adults and the children, it is frankly sickening and depressing, especially when you've lifted the blinders, you've taken off your VR goggles, you've pulled the curtain back and you can see the Wizard of Oz standing there laughing. Okay, it says here intravenous ketamine may be safe and effective in adolescence with treatment resistant depression, according to a small study in the American Journal of Psychiatry. And once it hits that, folks, it's ready to run mainstream as previously demonstrated in adults. A single ketamine infusion dramatically reduced depressive symptoms in adolescents after 24 hours relative to those who received a control infusion. These improvements lasted for at least two weeks. Quote, treatment-resistant depression is debilitating for anyone, but it can be especially managing during the teenage years, end quote, said lead study author Jennifer Dwyer, MD, PhD, an assistant professor of child psychiatry at Yale University and co-director and co-founder of Yale's Pediatric Depression Clinic. I wonder if Charles Morgan III helped her out with this. Quote, so many important aspects of teenage development rely on the ability to socialize and get out in the world. We need additional safe and effective options for adolescents who don't respond to first-line therapies. End quote. And let me just read you this here. Dwyer and colleagues enrolled 17 adolescents aged 13 to 17 years with treatment-resistant depression in a four-week crossover trial. The participants had failed an average of 3.24 prior treatments, and the average length of their current depressive episode was 21 months. They were randomized to receive a single infusion of either ketamine, 0.5 milligrams, 
uh, over 40 minutes, or midazolam, 0.045 milligrams over 40 minutes, followed by an infusion of the other compound two weeks later. Yeah, I'm sure your kid is going to do great growing up having freaking acid tapped into their arm. This is sick stuff, folks. These are the kind of programs that Sidney Gottlieb was running through the fake foundations, uh, running out of the prisons, the hospitals, the institutions, the universities. And now it's just out there and it's commonplace and it's normal. All right. Because people just, I mean, it's normal. The industry accepts this as normal. Is anybody fighting back against this except for us? Are we the only ones talking about it? I mean, Joe Rogan glorifies you know, tripping. These new age, phony, conspiracy theorist guys that are just there to muddy the waters support all this. And and never mention that this comes out of MKUltra. Midazolam was chosen as the uh, comparator since it is an anesthetic that has similar properties to ketamine but is not expected to produce antidepressant effects. The participants remained on their current medications while participating in the study. The youth were evaluated using the Montegree Asperg Depression Rating Scale for several days after each infusion. And, and this just goes on to, I really, I have to move away from this because it's making me, frankly, very upset. I mean, you get the point, folks. They're doping kids up with ketamine. They're doping kids up with psilocybin mushrooms, all right? This is, this is real, folks. This is the reality of the world that we live in. This is not going to go in a good direction. Trust me. Trust me. We are already the most drugged-up nation in the world, loaded up on Rockefeller medical complex big pharmaceuticals and now they're going to start replacing the pharmaceuticals for the depressed people of which they caused probably through all the horrible unnatural food that they feed us in this country uh and now they're going to replace that and other drug abuse with psychedelics so you you see where this is let me just read you a little bit about ketamine because ketamine is the biggest uh, psychedelic that they're using right now because it's already approved by the FDA and this is what they're doping the kids up with now uh, through intravenous freaking infusion folks like pumping it into their arms all right so let me just read you this so you understand what it is before we move on this way you're familiar with it in case anyone in your family is going through this Ketamine is used by medical practitioners and veterinarians as an anesthetic. Uh, it's sometimes used illegally by people to get high. Ketamine is a disassociative drug, which means it acts on different chemicals in the brain to produce visual and auditory distortion and a detachment from reality. When it's sold illegally, ketamine usually comes as a white or off-white powder. It can also be made into pills or dissolved in a liquid. So what they do is they take the liquid, they dump it out on a mirror, and they blow dry it. I looked this up. Okay, then they scrape it up, they chop it up, they turn it into a powder, and then you snort it. All right. Clinical trials and studies are assessing ketamine as a treatment for depression. Early indications show good results. Other names on the street, if you hear your kids talking about it, just 
No, uh, this is bad news, folks. Special K, K, Kent, Kit Kat, Super K, or Horse Trank, uh, like a horse tranquilizer. Okay. Uh, okay. How is it used? Ketamine can be swallowed, snorted, or injected. It's also sometimes smoked with cannabis or tobacco. The effects of ketamine may be experienced within one minute if injected, five to 15 minutes if snorted, and up to 30 minutes if swallowed. Its effects can last for around an hour. However, an individual's coordination or senses may be affected for up to 24 hours after initial use. Effects of ketamine, there is no safe level of drug use. Use of any drug always carries some risks. It's important to be careful when taking any type of drug. Ketamine affects everyone differently based on size, weight, and health, whether the person is used to taking it, whether other drugs are taken around the same time, the amount taken, the strength of the drug varies from batch to batch. And the following effects may be experienced. Feeling happy and relaxed, feeling detached from your body, Falling into a K-hole is what they call it. Visual and auditory hallucinations, confusion and clumsiness, increased heart rate and blood pressure, slurred speech and blurred vision, anxiety, panic, and violence, vomiting, lowered sensitivity to pain. Lowered sensitivity to pain. And, and folks, this information is at adf.org.au. A U. Okay, so this is uh, basically the, the whole gamut on uh, ketamine. And when I come back, we're going to finish that. And then let me just show you how all this stuff ties together. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard. Don't fall into a K-hole, folks. We'll be right back right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. 